Hey everyone, welcome to the AM Take Podcast. I'm Marv. And I'm Amy. And we're two parts of this very awesome podcast. Join us as we explore a variety of topics every week. And this week, we'll be talking a little bit about us and how this show came to be. Stay tuned to find out how an extrovert and an introvert started this podcast. So, you might ask, why a podcast? Why this podcast? Mm -hmm. Well, um, Amy and I, we're mutual friends. We mm -hmm. both share very similar views. We do. Uh, however, we do have different takes on a, a few things. Um, we share very similar culture as well as upbringing. But I was born and raised in the United States. And Amy was... In Canada. Yeah, she was born and raised in Canada as well. So that's a little bit different. So different perspectives, especially on current events, things of that, that nature. Um, so yeah, how did we come to deciding on a podcast? Well, I mean, I figure it's a pretty easy medium, don't you think? Mm, yeah. And uh, I mean, we, we already talk a lot with each other. Yeah. And the podcast is just a medium to record that. Yeah. I agree. Uh, our conversations and we have you know we have a lot of fun and we bounce things off each other and we might not always agree well most of the time we agree on things well yeah i guess but, so um yeah. there's always disagreement obviously yeah and it's just uh it's just entertaining I would hope it is. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, and it's always been something I've wanted to try out as well, too. Mm -hmm. um, I do like writing. Uh, that's a part of my um, my history as well, too. And this is just another um, extension of that, I think. The preparation, um, the talking, the conversations, how it flows, things of that nature. It's very, very similar to writing. You get your thoughts out. However, with this, as having another person, you know, you can bounce ideas off. Mm -hmm and um, find out if an idea is worthwhile or you know whether or not somebody can assist you with something uh, that when you, did you, you have thoughts on yeah when did you realize that you wanted to do a podcast i don't know i think you know we just well i just thought that some topics i just, you know we you and i might have something to say about it yeah and um i've always found it interesting especially our conversations that depending on the topic we have different thoughts and you know, I may have a different approach to it, but you, you're definitely more calm in certain aspects. You, you know, I'm the extrovert, you're the introvert. And for me, sometimes it's a lot of like zero to 100 thought process. Mm -hmm. And then for you, you know, you always bring it back down to earth and, and make me see the other aspects of it. So mm -hmm. that's what I think. Mm. Uh, for me, it would, it would be, okay. I've always had an interest in, Actually, voice acting. Anything to do wait, with... Wait, wait, voice acting? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I like, have. Like for for television, movies? Okay, uh, so I think when I was a teenager, I did uh -huh. enter in some sort of contest uh, where I would submit a recording of my voice and it would be three different game characters oh wait okay uh, no way really yeah and it was wait so do you remember the line can you tell us what the line was can oh, you can gosh, you reenact no I, <laughs> I can't read i forgot and it was three different characters it was an uh -huh. elf oh wow uh and then two two other characters and they were um the style of Maple Story, if you if you know what that is. Oh, what? Um, oh my goodness! Yeah, that's very no, interesting. Uh, needless to say, I. <laughs> yeah, how did it go? I didn't win, of oh, course. Oh, okay, okay. It, no, <laughs> it didn't go well because <laughs> I was just a young teenager and I didn't know what I was doing, and uh, of course, I had really terrible equipment. Oh yeah, I, um, I imagine. <laughs> but you, you know this. Wanting to be a voice actress type of thing mm -hmm. never faded away. I've I still am interested in that. Uh, wow! And I remember, like, like still, still in the same kind of medium, or you look, want I'm not to actively. Out? I'm not actively looking for <laughs> auditions. Is oh, that's what okay. you mean? <laughs> no, Sorry, <I'm> guys. <laughs> But hey, uh, I remember because I've been mentioning this a lot to my boyfriend, and mm -hmm. he works in the game industry. Oh, okay. 
Okay. And at some point, he took me to this Christmas party. Oh. Uh, and well, he he's got wait this... wait like like a uh, a work Christmas party? yes a work Christmas party. Oh, okay. And so then his workplace invited the sound guys, uh-huh. and then there was this oh, I guess you can call him CEO, the boss of of the sound. Uh, the music producers or whatever oh, like, for like, their games. Oh, okay, like the producer, okay. But they also take care of the voice actors, right? Like in their studio, uh-huh. they, they record all the voice actors. And so then he comes up to me and then asks me, so I heard that you're interested in voice acting. And <laughs> I was just... <laughs> Wait, was... did you say something? Did you get in your best, you know, voice acting mode? Or anything like that, or did you just start laughing? Well, first of all, I was very surprised because I was I wasn't oh. expecting this, so I got flustered. And he asked me, <laughs> he asked me to say something or to on the spot to voice act. And oh, like like an, like an, oh like a audition, yes, like an audition, like an impromptu audition. And of course, I w- I was shy. I didn't know what to say. And so oh my he, gosh. Wait, did did you, you know, say anything? Did you did you put on a, a an act? I guess yes, I did. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. For for our listeners, can you can you uh, you know muster up that memory and? I mean, I know what, what I said, that. and it was absolutely embarrassing. Uh, okay, well, because I don't know, think I sounded good. And <laughs> all right, well, we'll be the judge of that. So, um, are you ready? <laughs> Oh no! You're putting me. You're putting me on the spot now. <laughs> okay. Okay. You, I mean, you had you've had a few minutes to think about it. So, um, I okay. I'm trying to remember her lines. Um, Wait, which is um, her. Like, her like it's a character. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, in in Do League of Legends. <laughs> oh wow! League it's a game Legends. character in League of Legends. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, oh, should we look up some? Uh, you know snippets right now uh i think she says i mean you played the game before right um very long time very ago. long time ago. i do not play it oh okay yeah. so this character was it anna no it's not anna uh or you mean Anne, right um but annie i guess yeah annie oh yes annie see me me too it's been a while <laughs> <laughs> um so uh so this character, at one point, I think one of her lines is, oh, gosh, <laughs> I am nervous right now. <laughs> what? Come on. Okay. Just a so, little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> so uh, she says, let's put on our thinking caps. <gasps> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> That was awesome. <laughs> Wait, did you did you did you was that exactly how you did it to the um yes, director it was. I guess or the producer? Yes, it was. Oh wow. But did uh, they uh was there an applause on it? No, they oh. they they weren't impressed with it, but it, it it could also be because I was very flustered. Oh, I see. I mean, I still am, but <laughs> okay. but uh then he asked me to roar and to be <laughs> uh a uh, kind of like a a gremlin or some uh-huh. type of ogre or goblin and and I tried it okay uh, uh, can you uh oh. can you put on the show <laughs> did you go or like i yeah rawr. i kind of did because oh. i because he did it and then he just he just told me to mimic him. Wait, wait, right? he did it? Yeah, he did it. And because oh, well, the so guy nice was kind of drunk too, so <laughs> Oh, okay. I see. So, um so yeah, uh after I did that, I think I had a yeah, I failed the audition, I guess, the impromptu audition. Didn't hear anything from him. I think you did fine. But then again, I think he was way too drunk to remember anything happened i'm hoping he was i see <laughs> wow so um how long ago was that is that a few years ago oh yeah that was a few years ago that was so have you been back since no <laughs> jonathan is her her boyfriend and <laughs> yeah. um have you been back to a business uh i guess work party okay i 
think I was invited. Uh, well, they started not giving the plus ones. Oh, okay. but um, but at some point there was a year where uh, plus ones were still invited, I see. and I just I just told Jonathan to hey have fun because <laughs> when we get there, the plus ones they talk about work, and that's all. Oh, I see. I see. That and makes sense. Just, Understandable. Yeah, the time that I went, I was just so bored. Oh goodness, let it all out. <laughs> Understandable. So yeah. I mean, like they're they're yeah. very nice people. Of course, they're very mm -hmm. fun amongst themselves. When pretty sure they're very fun. Um, but I, when you're talking only about work, and I don't understand a single thing that you're talking about, and uh, you, you know you're stuck there four hours. I don't know six hours. Oh yeah, sitting, totally get it. And and I don't drink. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it is kind of boring. <laughs> um. Yeah. At one point, I took a I took the car home. Oh what? Really? That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I Did mean, you leave him I dead? Mean, or was he getting a ride he, back? I guess he was getting a ride back. Well, because ah, was, it's open bar. So I see. Oh so wow, he, that's he uh, very nice. Interesting. So um, and so yeah, this, I've always had. Is this the end of the line for the audio, uh, the voice acting? Uh, no. You know what? Like a little part of me still hopes that one day I'll be able to voice act. I don't know. Well, I mean, if that's is, you sounded pretty good as Lulu doing oh, her hey, one line. Hey, you recognized yeah. Lulu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see. That's how good it was. Even I recognize it. Who don't even. Uh, you know, touch the the game anymore. <laughs> that's uh, that's very uh, very good. You know. You know what? Obviously, I'm I'm not the type the person to judge that, but I mean, it sounded fine to me. So good job. <laughs> you know, people who are listening to this, just let me know. Let me let me know how it was by emailing us. Um, but <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, I've always been interested in anything that has to do with voice. Mm. And um, recently, I was looking into oh maybe I could be a narrator for oh. for um for audiobooks. Um, and then one thing led to another. I found myself actually starting a podcast. Oh, um, and it was okay, but oh wait, um, so you you started your own podcast with yes, uh, with, I guess yes, other with people the, with oh, someone else. And now it was okay at the beginning because I had no mm -hmm. experience and I didn't know what to expect. I see. But then soon I found out that the scheduling was not sustainable. I see. Because they wanted three episodes uploaded a week. Oh. And I was doing all the editing work. Jeez. Uh, and. <laughs> well. And oh, every episode was an hour long, an hour and a half. And oh, it was just. Uh, yeah, a little bit too much for me. Well, I mean, just so you know, this is this is just gonna be once a week. So to yes. let everyone know that uh, it's gonna be a weekly thing. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be very, very good for Amy. Yes. Um, that's good. Yeah. Um, so I guess with audiobooks, have you considered a variety or what kind of genre you know? Because I know, I know, like right now with TikTok and book talk, I guess is what they call it. Mm -hmm. Like um, smut books for mm. women are very popular. I guess right now. So um, I'm. I actually am currently reading one mm -hmm. called "A Crown of Thorns and Roses." Okay, is what I'm reading, and it's uh very uh very interesting. So mm. um yeah. So I was told mm -hmm. that my voice was suitable for children's book. Oh, what do you think about that? You mean like the Lulu voice or your no, voice right no, now? No, like just my normal voice. Um, oh, I mean, I yeah, I I'd agree. It's very um, calm. It's very. Don't take this the wrong way. It's very childlike. <laughs> I guess you can say. That's what I've been told. Um, That's what I've been told. Youthful, I guess, is is the probably the better term. Yeah. Okay. And I think kids with children's books can identify with that. Basically. Yeah. It's probably um, why they say that. I'd say. And and well, it's kind of narrating for audiobooks is. It also involves voice acting, to be honest, because when you oh, yeah, that's true. when you say the lines of the characters, right, you have to put on different voices. That's always fun when I have to pretend to be a guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. How how does 
Okay, do your best guy voice. Uh, Repeat no. after me. <laughs> okay. Uh, my name is Marv, and I'm a man. <laughs> of all things, of all things, you you go, can go. come up with. Okay. <laughs> I can't. Okay. Oh, come on, you can do it. <clears throat> My name is Marv, and I'm a man. <laughs> wow, that's oh, that's perfect. That ten out of ten. That was, that was beautiful. You got the job. You got the job. Can't Huzzah. even tell. I thought that was I thought that was me. Oh my goodness, goodness. All right. Oh wow, that that was very interesting. Thanks for letting us know about uh, your voice acting dreams, Amy. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. I mean, hey, was... if people people listening are actually looking uh -huh. for a voice actress, <laughs> I'm shamelessly <laughs> putting myself out there right now. Oh mm. man! And so with that, uh, let's, Amy. Why don't you talk a little bit more about yourself? That is not, um, you know, about voice acting. Okay. Uh, well, I am born and raised in Canada, and I am Asian. I'm in my thirties, and uh, I live in the province of Quebec. Oh, is that the French uh, mm -hmm. speaking yep. one? Oh, that's the one where they don't you. They look down on you if you don't speak French, right? <laughs> It's not right. all the time. Some people oh, do. Okay, I see. I've, I see. Okay. I've had experiences myself where uh, customers would would say, "Hey, we're oh. we're in Quebec here. Speak French." <laughs> oh no, no, for for real, for real. And oh um, my goodness, it's just ridiculous because it's a, this whole language preservation idea. Uh. And honestly. In my opinion, I think they're going about the wrong way because uh, it's it's very deterring when it's such a negative, aggressive like experience, uh, I guess. Yes, and they, mm -hmm. there is a thing such as language police here. Wait, it's a thing. Wait, language police? Yes, it's a thing. Language police. So. If you say see any restaurants that violate the rules of not having the French language in the menu or the French language first in the menu, uh -huh. or if the font size is not bigger than the English one, then you can actually call the language police and have them find the restaurant. What? Yeah. Oh see, that's goodness. why I don't like that's... this approach. Oh, and it's, 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 so it's more of a... Uh... It's a lot more of a punishment approach or a, a yeah. negative. Um, yeah, yeah it's like ruling with fear. <laughs> Who wants yeah, that? Makes sense. And it's so just because you can't speak French. No, but it's so ridiculous. I've been to France, and their stop signs say "stop." They don't say <laughs> "arrêt." Oh, like only in English. Yeah. <laughs> in France. Wait, so France in yeah. France, where French is. The obviously only language, well, the the primate or the official language. Yes. They oh wow, but in Quebec, you they have to have, uh, stop in French first yes. and then stop in English. Oh, yeah. on the on the signs. On the, the sign, signs. on the sign, it says oh, stop, wow. it, but in French. Um, that's so, very interesting. So yeah, it's uh, it, it it's kind of kind of ridiculous. I, look, listen, I understand the. <laughs> I understand the want to preserve a culture and language and mm -hmm. all of that. I really do. But this is going about the wrong way. But I guess Quebec has its own culture, right? Compared to France, anyway. They do. They do. Because it's, it's, it's not just a French culture. It's a French-Canadian culture. Yeah. Uh, I guess it takes parts of both countries, right? Yeah. So you guys are pretty unique, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, the uh, colonials. Colonials? Mm -hmm. The pioneers, Colonists, anyway. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. The pioneers who established their roots here a uh, long time ago in France came from um, nobility, oh. I guess, the upper upper class, mm -hmm. if you will. And then, well, the upper class people had a different, not dialect, but accent. Ah. Uh. And it's the accent that we hear today in 
uh, in French Canadians. Oh, okay. Now the accent in France, uh, it changed ever since the revolution, I believe. Oh, interesting. And yeah, the French accent that you hear today in France was from um, the commoners. Oh, so so okay, so French, the French now speak what was seen as the the common folk language or accent. Yeah. But French Canadians are speaking what was seen as the noble accent. Yeah. Before, <laughs> so in a, actuality, yeah, people from Quebec or the ones who escaped the revolution, essentially. Yes. <laughs> the irony—it's hilarious. Yeah. Wow. But it's it's so it's so funny because to me the French accent from France today sounds mm-hmm. so much more, I don't know, pleasant to French? the ears. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow, really? It, yeah, it does. Um, I don't know. It's uh, is it is it is it? I know you're not voice act actress anymore, but um, are you able to uh enlighten us with two different uh words that sound uh different in French yeah. versus French Canadian? Yeah. What's an example you can give? Uh, oh, um. Something, something simple, or something very distinct that we can uh, definitely tell. I don't, I, mean, I don't, I think, you know, know very French, but I can listen. Uh, I think you'll be able to tell the difference better with a sentence. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, sure. So. Whatever you have to do. Um. So um. Le lapin se sauve du renard, which means the rabbit. Uh, flees from the fox. Okay. So this was French Canadian. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go again with the sure. French Canadian um, French. Le lapin se sauve du renard. And in France, it would probably be like, le lapin se sauve du renard. Oh wow! I'm gonna get a lot of shit. I'm gonna get a lot of shit from the <laughs> French because <laughs> I probably really butchered that ah but it does sound more pleasant you're right about that though, hold on sure it would be like le lapin se sauve du renard yeah yeah good. it's it's definitely more almost elegant than the french canadian way oh yeah oh i oh, see yeah. i get it okay wow i didn't think it'd be that drastic but it definitely has a, a definitely change to it mm-hmm. wow I, I gotta apologize. I gotta apologize to the French people <laughs> right away because <laughs> I feel like I really butchered the accent. I'm so sorry. Um, I anyway, I tried fine. my best. <clears throat> so, uh, so yeah, uh, I live in Quebec. I have uh, a background in the medical field, mm-hmm. and I'm quite the introvert. Uh, I like to crochet. I like anime. I like taking care of my little plants. Um, I have a garden. I have house plants. I like video games. I like cooking. And uh, I, I like singing. Wow. Everything to do with a voice. Huh? Yeah, basically. Now you got a podcast. And, uh, you know, what about you? Let everybody know. Well, I'm a mid-30s millennial. Um, mm-hmm. I currently work in IT for a private company. I work remotely currently. Mm. Uh, interesting thing is I, I do not have a, um, a STEM degree. My degree is actually an English degree. Mm-hmm. I'm Asian American too. Uh, born in the Northeast United States. Mm. Went to college in the Southeast. And I am now located in Central Texas. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, you know, having been in such different locations. Texas does have its own culture, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Very, everything's bigger here. It is like what they say. Everything's bigger in Texas. It's, mm-hmm. It definitely has its charms. It definitely has its ups and downs as well, too. But at the end of the day, it's almost basically its own country. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely get it when native Texans always talk about succeeding from the, you know, um, from the United States. And I get it. it. It's big enough that it can run itself in a mm-hmm. way. Um, yeah, so that's Texas. Texas is the largest state, right? In, in America? Um, I should know that. I believe it is. <laughs> it's either that or California oh. or Alaska, but mm. don't quote me okay. on that. I forget. I forget if it's either one has more population versus the other and one has more actual land mass 
than the others. So、mm. I, I, yeah, you know, I should know that, but Ge- geography not, is not your strong、I'm, strong. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't my.、Uh, Okay. My what I studied, you know.、Okay. So yeah, I remember the first time that we spoke, and I was wondering how come you don't have a southern accent? You're from Texas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I grew up with a, a northern accent, specifically Rhode Island accent,、mm-hmm. and go from there moving to、uh, North Carolina is where I went to school, and um. We got into North Carolina and went to high school there.、Mm-hmm. Um, the teacher, the English teacher of all things, she was speaking, and I did not understand a lick of what she said. <laughs> I was so confused.、Yeah. I was like, "Is this really English class?" I was like, "I can't understand this lady at all." Even to this day, you know, the Southern accent is very difficult for me, especially. Oh man, I was you know, gonna ask you.、Really... You had me do accents. No, I was gonna、no. ask you to do an accent. It's、no. only fair. I could be like, "Hey y'all, where y'all going today?" You know, something like that. But you know, that's that's very deliberate. You know, so it's it's. I love the word "y'all" though. It's very、um, efficient. In the Northeast, most people would say "you guys," "use guys" and stuff.、Mm-hmm. But in the South, you just get in the South and in the、um, you know in Texas, you just say "y'all," and that means "you all," and it's very generic.、Mm-hmm. You know, and it covers any number of people. Yeah. And you can use to address people. You can use to explain something. You know, it's it's very, it's just efficient that way. And so I I love using that、yeah. word, whether in typing or you know speech as well too. And that's probably the biggest takeaway I have from the South or the Southern accent, I guess、mm. you could say. But even nowadays, I still there's certain words that I can't shake the Northern accent. Like sometimes I'll say car, and something sometimes I'll say car.、Mm. You know, just because it slips out. You know. And then sounds more Australian. <laughs> oh no, it is definitely not that. I can tell、car. you that. Get in the car. But yeah, so that's、uh, a little bit about me. My、mm-hmm. hobbies include lots of hands-on kinds of、uh, hobbies: woodworking, working on cars.、Uh, I love working on my on cars myself. Just being able to tinker with things along those lines:、uh, computers. Hardware technology. I love to be、mm-hmm. hands-on, building my own computers, troubleshooting things of that nature.、Mm-hmm. Um, any sort of visual media, anime, film, documentaries,、mm-hmm. uh, per se. Video games are, are a big part of my life as well too. Growing up,、uh, mm-hmm. especially in the technology phase of the '90s as well into the 2000s,、um, I was fortunate to witness all that. Unfortunately, I was too young to partake in like Y2K or anything like that, but. Mm-hmm. I still remember prepping my family computer for Y two K and things of that nature, and so that was that's been a fun time, and that's really shaped me and who I am today, as well as、um, where I came from and、mm-hmm. what I look towards the future. With technology,、uh, have a lot of skepticism, a lot of cynicism, but for me, I still think there's a lot of optimistic approaches with、mm-hmm. technology and uses for technology. Obviously, I understand that too much reliance on technology can be a bad thing. I mean, a la cars. You know, I just feel there's too much, you know, tech in cars today. I still prefer the、um, the low tech analog cars, where you know you. What you don't like the self driving cars?、Mm, the thought of self driving, I, I robot. You know, <laughs> I, I, I. You know, I'm torn because I love technology. I love where it's going. At the same time. There's certain things I feel that too much technology to be. I mean, do you really need a smart refrigerator with a screen on the front, or you know, a mirror on the front that can show you the inside of a refrigerator? I mean, all you have to do is open it, right? And well, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, and, and it'll cost like thousands of dollars purely because of the microchips that are in there, not because of a, well,、okay. a refrigerator. Yeah. Well, I'm not talking about the self-driving cars now because there's so much improvement、oh, to、yeah. do. But I'm talking about in the future when it's, oh yeah, when if, if every car is yeah, and, and I'm I'm optimistic about I'm definitely optimistic about that. But I'm talking about、mm-hmm. like、um, if it's bleeding edge, they put it everywhere when it's not、mm. really mature yet. You know, just no, like but how、um, how else are they gonna make the money though? Yeah, like, I mean, remember when USB keys cost a hundred dollars? <laughs> for like two hundred megabytes, yeah, that's storage. That's you know, I I say that's just technology in general because technology is、mm-hmm. always being reiterated on 
renovated on or I mean innovated on and right but that's before the mass production phase oh that's true that's true yeah yeah you can say that you know about cars as well too Mm -hmm. um but it's always going to be something needed but with technology you can scale it so much because it's not always it's not it's not the size of a car I guess you can say Mm -hmm. so you can definitely scale it but as we get more and more tech savvy and more and more uh, technology within our lives, you know, wearable technology and things like that. I believe there's a concerning aspect in regards to like certain things like AI, you know, Mm -hmm. how much do we want to leave up to an algorithm or a uh, mainframe or processor to do functions that we would normally do, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like watching the Jetsons. They had a, a robotic maid. They mm-hmm. had um, an automated kitchen. I mean, we're, we're going towards that. But yeah. there's certain things we still don't have, like flying cars. We don't have flying cars, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic about technology and where we're going with that. But for me, there's some things that if it's not broke, there's no need to fix it. Mm-hmm. So um, I just feel like people are looking for every little thing to insert a microchip into, mm-hmm. which is, I think, unfortunate. Mm. Next thing you know, they're going to have like a, a smart hammer. I mean, imagine that. Something that's used to bang something, you're going to have a microchip in it. I mean... Weird, but I can I can guarantee you there's going to be no, but how... a smart hammer where it shows you like... <laughs> uh, uh, it'll show you like how much force you're using, you know? So that's yeah. what I'm thinking. I was going to say, you know, wouldn't it be cool to have an automatic uh, screwdriver? But we do. It's called a drill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, they they do have, you know, you have the drill with the you know, movable drill bits, and then you do have automatic screwdrivers, which you do? is lighter, it's handheld. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, it's specifically for screw driving, you know, and you can take the bits out too. It doesn't have as much torque as a, um, a drill, uh-huh. and it's not used for drilling. Uh, it's only strictly used for, you know, uh, screwing. screwing <laughs> Yeah, screwing screws, I guess you can say. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they do have that too, and it's, most of the time it's battery operated as well too. So, oh, you know, like basically a lot of things you you think of. I mean, there probably already exists a actual product or a concept of it, basically. So that's uh, also an interesting thing with technology. Interesting thing with technology is we're getting to a point where we're running out of almost ideas maybe i mean i would like i would like and love to see technology uh at um, not advancing but um mm-hmm. but being very integrated in society such that it makes the environment more sustainable uh and yeah. green energy and all of that and that's that's the hope you know that's the hope like i remember when with the advent of technology during the um the industrial age, right. there was talk that, oh, with innovative technology, productivity will be increased and less people will have to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, less people work, but no one's benefiting. Those people aren't benefiting. It's going to be the, the companies that are benefiting. And, and that, that's true today with robotics. Mm-hmm. The majority of manufacturing can be done with robotics. And so what does that lead to? That leads to layoffs. That leads to workers who used to work in manufacturing. Mm-hmm having to go to a different industry mm-hmm. or to have to relearn skills that they've had for 20 30 years or so so that's the that's the danger in it i think is because it's hard to basically see the impact of technology from all aspects yeah you know so yeah so that said technology is one of those things i do find fascinating I do love to write as well, too. Uh, poetry is one thing that I, mm-hmm. I've always gone back and forth between. Obviously, being an English major, mm-hmm. uh, writing has always been ingrained in me, as well as debates, mm-hmm. um, things of that nature. I also like playing video games. Mm-hmm. Right? That was part of my youth and adolescence. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, having a Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, PlayStation, whatever you name it, I, mm-hmm. I had it, as well as computer games. And so... Um, it really taught me a lot, uh, not just about achieving a goal or, or killing the bad guys or getting a high score, but storytelling. Mm-hmm. The storytelling um, vocabulary was very big as well, too, yeah. because, say, for example, a video game like Diablo 2, mm-hmm. you know, you have all sorts of items and things of that nature. And it was very um, grim and yeah. dark story. And so you had like certain weapons of certain types and things of like that. And yeah. 
you learn about these particular types that you think is just fantasy, mm -hmm. but when you actually look it up, it's an actual item. Mm -hmm. So um, they did model it after those things. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was kind of a, I guess, a phonics, like, not a phonics, but like a, almost like a dic dictionary um, game, I guess you could say. I was going to say. Um, it's, so that was. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say uh, for, for Jonathan, it, uh, him playing these video games as he was growing up, mm -hmm. first and foremost, it got him wanting to be in the video game industry and yeah, he's living that life. But also he learned English from video games. Oh, really? Yeah, because he didn't understand a word of English before and well in order to play the game he had to look up the dictionary. Don't tell the language release though. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Did they call him a traitor, I guess? Did they show up at his door and like, what are you doing? I don't even think that back in the day you know those super nintendo cartridges nintendo oh yeah, cartridges, yeah i don't think there was like a french translation oh no i uh, don't yeah they didn't thing. Yeah. so the best you can do is buy like the the eu version which had like five different languages uh -huh. um that you can switch between but obviously that was in europe so it'd be pretty hefty to import it to right. canada or the states anyway um but yeah so yeah with video games Video games, writing, and storytelling, that was a big part of my, my youth and adolescence as well as uh, transitioning to an adult. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, I, you know, I do watch anime. A lot of the classic anime hold a special place in my heart. Um, beyond that, snowboarding mm -hmm. is a great pastime. I haven't done it for a few years, but I, I always think about it and think about hitting the slopes again. But, you know, at, at this I mean, time... there's no snow in Texas. I was going to say, I'm in Texas now, so, you know, <laughs> I can probably try... Desert boarding, but you know, even the deserts out Aside here. Aside for that time when Texas was. Oh yeah, we froze over like. Two, <laughs> you two years froze. Ago. You guys froze like what two years ago? Yeah. yeah, a whole week and basically the week of Valentine's. That was interesting. That whole oh, week. Yeah. yeah, that was a fun time. Power is out and electricity is out for a week, and I thank God I had some friends who had a house that was that still had power and heat everything in water so uh -huh. um they picked me up in their all-wheel drive uh subaru thankfully you know granted my car wasn't gonna be able to get anywhere mm -hmm. so they picked me up and i stayed with them for a week or so uh, until power came back on at my apartment mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm definitely grateful for them for that but yeah snowboarding versus freezing completely different things even mm -hmm. though they deal with snow mm -hmm. And then lastly, you know, exercise and I, I love running what we ran mm -hmm. um, and then just working out in general, trying to mm -hmm. stay healthy as, mm -hmm. you know, as we age. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm the extrovert of this podcast. Uh, you might not be able to tell because Amy has been talking out her heads off, our heads off, basically. So that's been <laughs> very interesting. Uh, she no, does but you're, have you're the, stories. You're the kind of person that would, be able to go up to a random stranger and then just start talking to them and i don't know about that maybe i just have no shame and then i you, guess no but you you're also like a photographer and oh yes yeah. ask them hey can i take a picture of you and then and then take a picture of them and it just just it's mind-blowing that's me true because yeah I'd you know never be able to do that you have to yeah i mean photography especially street photography which is something i dabble in um, you know, if you see somebody interesting, obviously you don't want to just take a picture of them uh, without them knowing. I always prefer to ask them. Most of the time, I'd say 90% of the time people are open to it because it's, it's always style for me. Um, what they're wearing, if it's flashy, if it's out of the ordinary mm -hmm. or who they are. Mm -hmm. If someone comes out, they have a very, I guess, for lack of a better word, loud, bright set of clothing on or a dress or something very mm -hmm. striking you want to capture I, the statements yeah i want to capture that yeah especially you know and if they can pose for that that's great if they okay with me taking a casual candid photo of them that's totally fine as well too and with street photography sometimes you do take pictures of people and sometimes they do request you to delete it and i'm open for that mm -hmm. i explain to them what why i took the picture and if they disagree and they want me to delete it i'll do it right in front of them you know because mm -hmm. they have the right to say of no, course which is fine with me and sometimes people get hostile but for me it's just you don't want it that's fine i'll delete it it's all good mm -hmm. it's going on merry way it's no need to uh, draw it out because mm -hmm. there's no ill intent mm -hmm. in what i try to do i guess you can say 
for me, uh, street photography is trying to capture moments in everyday life, mm. the mundane life as it is, yeah. people as they are, and not always posing, not always for makeup or mm-hmm. um, in the studio. To me, it's a little bit more natural. Mm-hmm. That way, you can see people in their environment, whether they're comfortable or not. It really depends on how you set it up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. But I guess you can call that, I guess the strength of an extrovert is to be able to walk up to strangers and strike up conversations, which I tend to do very easily. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Yeah. But, you know, for the longest time, I didn't know I was an extrovert. You know that. <laughs> you told me I wasn't an introvert. <laughs> you... I thought for the longest time I was an introvert. <laughs> but you made me take that, what, MBTI test, and I find out that I'm an extrovert. Uh, and... The Myers-Briggs? Yeah, yeah, the Myers-Briggs, yeah. And so... I accepted my fate, I guess you could say. Because you were very oh, yeah, adamant I that I wasn't. Yeah, you were very adamant. I'm like, I don't think you're an introvert, Marv. I'm like, no, I think I'm an introvert. And then you're like, I don't think it is. You need to take this Myers-Briggs test. No. And I did. I'm like, okay, maybe you're right. Maybe I am an extrovert, you know? And mm, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, let's uh, talk about how we met. I think that's an interesting topic. Yes. Um, oh, very, definitely. very... Um, Technology based. It is. Um, it was roughly two years ago. Yeah, um, we met on Reddit. Yeah, we met on Reddit. There was a subreddit for dedicated for making friends. Yeah. And at that time, Reddit had the subreddit chat rooms, and I was in one. She was in one. Mm-hmm. Um, she was having a conversation about um, some medical event that was going on or medical um, procedure. Okay. So you know what it was, right? Yeah. What was it? Um. So I, I was working in a lab. Specifically, mm-hmm. the a microbiology lab, which I, means that we we were testing the COVID samples. Oh, and uh, we were doing so much COVID PCR that we were ill prepared for it, ill equipped. Oh, and yeah, as most most places were, yeah, at that time. Yeah, definitely, the protocols were were not well polished. Mm-hmm. And aside for doing a lot of overtime, um, uh, so many samples. Because at the beginning, well, not the beginning, but the pandemic, when it hit the peak, so many samples were sent to the labs and we were backlogged by a lot, thousands of samples. So I developed a work injury to mm. my left thumb. I couldn't use my left hand at all. So I was stuck at home and bored. And then I went on Reddit. Oh. And I guess I was venting because ah, I it was just... Yeah, I think <laughs> I don't I know think if you were. remember the conversations. Yeah, and... <laughs> I, I think I remember. And then uh, I, I had lost a few relatives to the pandemic as well, to, to COVID specifically. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I saw Amy, who her screen name at the time was uh, very male- you know, sounding screening. So my assumption was that she was a male. It was based on um, a game character. Yeah, it was something, something Luke, I, I recall. Yeah. And so I just yeah. assumed it was a, a gentleman. And so I, I sent her a private message and I let her know that I was very appreciative of what she was doing and what, what he, quote unquote, and then was doing and um, that I lost three relatives and I appreciate what they're doing despite all the... Uh, during that time, you know, there was very negative press about people in the medical field, uh, especially from those who didn't believe in the vaccine or anything of that nature. And so I just wanted to make it known that there were people who were supporting their fight and what they were doing, testing, things of that nature. Mm. And so um, we got to talking about COVID and connected on that aspect of things. Mm-hmm. I talked to her about how I was at the time. Uh, I was I had left a very long-term relationship so i was not in the greatest place as well Mm -hmm. uh, on top of suffering um the loss of relatives that year as well as my long-term relationship so that was a lot to process at that time you were grieving a lot essentially yeah yeah that was the um put it like that it definitely was a lot of grieving that year Mm -hmm. uh 2020 Mm -hmm. was not a good year for me and Mm -hmm. so you know we just got to talking let me open up about everything basically and we connected on that and i brought up the fact that i wanted to go to a specific city in quebec and 
I let her know that. And she was, oh, wow, that's, um, I live there. I'm like, yeah. oh, really? She's like, what's the occasion? Why are you going there? I'm like, oh, I'm actually going there for my birthday. She was like, oh, when's your birthday? And I told him when my birthday was. She's like, oh, okay. Um, I have the same birthday. When, when is your birthday? <laughs> yeah, when's, your, when's the date? I'm like, I gave her the date. And she's like, wait, we have the same birthday. I'm like, what? No, this can't be right. <laughs> Out of all the people. You meet random people on on Reddit of all places, and she had the same birthday. Mm-hmm. So we were birthday twins, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Obviously, not the same year, but same date, same month as well too. And so that was very exciting. Mm-hmm. And you know, me thinking this guy I met was like a blood brother, you know, that I met <laughs> randomly on the internet. I was like, yeah, you're gonna show me a good time. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna show me a good time. We we'll go out and we'll have so much fun. You know, you can show me a city. And you know, Amy was like, oh yeah, sure will do you know being the macho guy that she was and um we yeah we we talked a little bit more and then um eventually she she told me she was like hey marv uh, i have a secret to tell you i'm like oh what is it you know me thinking i'm getting catfish and i'm like oh god what is this now is, is it a, an american is not really canadian are they you know turns out she was like oh i'm a girl i'm like oh oh really okay not a big deal and she was like you know i only do this because generally i i do this to avoid creepy messages and stuff I'm like, oh yeah well, okay I, I i can't imagine in my know? defense i never said i was a guy okay he, i he know i know assumed. we talked about this oh my gosh <laughs> no, but the people don't know so i have to clear my name so in my defense i never said i was a guy he just assumed based on oh. my uh, username, which is fine. It, if that... your screen name has Luke in it, I'm gonna assume your name is Luke. Yes, that that was my intention gosh. as well. Um, it's it's. Would you? <laughs> oh my gosh! It worked. Okay, you happy about that? I go. am actually. <laughs> Goodness. Um, but but gosh. yeah, I don't I don't blame Marv for misinterpreting that because it was misleading. And then to to adding more to that, um, we were talking about upbringing and. We both had a very like immigrant style upbringing where focuses on education and getting a, a well paid job when you graduate from college. Oh yeah, be a be a doctor or lawyer. Yeah, doctor or lawyer. <laughs> and I was like, wait, are you are you Asian by chance? She's like, oh yes, I am. I'm, I'm I'm Chinese, Cantonese. I'm like, oh really? And then she was like, are you Chinese? I'm like, no, I'm not Chinese, but I am Asian. You know, I'm I'm Hmong American, and so I yeah. definitely get where. You, you know, the same story, you have to be a doctor or a lawyer, nothing else, you know, and you have to make your family proud and all that jazz. And oh, yeah. it was very difficult. You know, that's a very tough upbringing. And so we, we connected on that level as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how we met. And we've been friends since then. Um, I actually visited Amy and her boyfriend 2021, I believe, August mm-hmm. and stayed there for, what was it, five days, I think? No, six days, yeah, three days about. of your place and three days of the hotel, right? About, about. Yeah, and it was it was a great time. I met, you know, some of her friends as well, too, and everyone was really chill, and um, mm. I... Glad you had fun. It was a great time. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Um, mm. Food was amazing as well, too. Uh, sites were amazing. It reminded me a lot of, like, I guess you can say Chicago or mm-hmm. um, outside of, outskirts of New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, very modern. Obviously, safe for the French signs, but everything mm. basically seemed almost like you were still in the States, so. Yeah. It was a, it was familiar at the same time foreign as well. Yeah. Well, it was a great time, though. Yeah, except for the part where you got locked out of your hotel room oh, on the last day. Oh, that's no big deal. <laughs> that's no big deal. It's okay. You know, I I was uh, very, I had I had a great time. I didn't want to spoil it, so I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't think too, too much about it. But I know you were, Amy, you were like, you need. We need to get this figured out. I mean, come on. You go. You need to go. You need to go in there. And march. You need to march right in there and tell them, Give them a piece of your mind. I'm like, uh, I don't speak French, and then second of all, I'm a dirty American. I mean, I don't think they can. I mean, they're hotel employees. They have to notice how to speak English because they oh, get international oh, guests. I understand, but it wasn't that big of a deal to me. I just. You know, it was the it was the last day. Yeah, actually, I mean, it would that, be, that happened. And um, to be honest, it would be a big deal if, say, you have one hour left before your flight. True. And true. Your passport was still in the in the hotel room, and you're locked. You know, out. I I would have been fine just staying in Canada. You know, <laughs> it would have been fine. 
yeah. would eventually become, you know, a citizen or something like that, which isn't too bad. Mm, why not? But um, <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, <laughs> that's how we met, yeah. and I do plan on eventually going again. Hopefully, once things calm down with COVID still and then monkeypox and every other thing that's apparently shown up in the mm-hmm. past two years, and so um, I do plan to visit again. Yay. A great time, and so yeah, would would love to partake again. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think that's uh that wraps it for uh, our first podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you to everyone for listening in. The future of this podcast, we're you know deciding on a variety of topics. We're gonna be talking about you know things such as how people make online friends, online dating, dating apps. What happened to people during the pandemic? What did they do? What how did that affected relationships mm-hmm. eventually we'll be talking about mental health and how that's affected people mm-hmm. whether or not they're in a relationship by themselves in a marriage outside of a marriage things of that nature mm-hmm. other topics include how to deal with friendships situationships you know whether or not you can identify a friendship as being toxic or a toxic relationship mm-hmm. so just a variety of topics that we can throw our opinions at very informal as well too and so if you guys have any topics or any um, concerns or questions, you can write to us at theamtake at gmail.com. That's theamtake at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-A-M as in Mary, T-A-K-E at gmail.com. And we'll go through and read your mail and see if we have anything to offer yeah. for you guys. Yeah. So thank you all for joining us this week for our first episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. We'd love to hear from you guys, so feel free to email us. We're excited to start this new journey, and we hope you guys can join us along the way. Thanks again for tuning in. Yeah, thanks a lot, everyone. And so for next week, we'll be talking about how the last two years and X number of months of the pandemic has affected us and maybe what it's given us as well as what it's taken away from us. And how did we deal or how did anyone deal with those things from COVID that may have affected all aspects of our life and maybe what we've learned from that. So thank you again. Make sure to subscribe and check back in next week. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye.